Hello and welcome back to the Bad Wars Podcast by Bad Wars Media. It is your host, Vince Rockinelli, and today we have a couple topics to talk about. And the first one being Sega showing off the world's fastest PC, which is able to reach 100 kilometers an hour. Which, yes, is technically the fastest PC, but a plane and your grandma's old laptop could also be the fastest PC. But... Sega and ASRock's Alder Lake build is a little different from normal, so it's integrated into the chassis of a remote control car that is capable of reaching 100 kilometers per hour, or just around 62 miles per hour for us Americans. So it's called the SpeedBPC, created in collaboration with GeForce and Masami Hirosaka. It was built to celebrate the Steam Winter Sale, which features several tiles from Sega themselves. The BC is not really slouching in the specs department. It's got a Core i9 2900K with a ASRock Z69 and Mini ITX board, an ASRock Radeon RX 6900 XT with an with an overclock on it, 16 gigabytes of RAM, and a 2 terabyte SSD. More on SSDs later, by the way. And it comes with 23 codes for Sega games on Steam for the winner to enjoy. So there is a video that I'll link in the show notes where it's zipping around a, tr- a uh, track, even though it's like a literal square because it's trying to protect itself from just in case of a high-speed crash, you know, because it's going at 100 kilometers per hour. In other news, Intel is showing showing off its Alder Lake system with a PCIe 5.0 SSD hitting almost 14 gigabytes a second. So Shroud tweeted that the PCIe 5.0 Alder Lake demo was supposed to be part of Intel CES 2022 lineup, but with Chipzilla joining at the very long list of people that are limiting their physical presence at the show and mostly going virtual, we got to see the SSD in action a week early. So the system comprises of a 12th gen Alder Lake 12900K, a Asus Z960, an EVGA RTX 3080, and, you know, it's a pretty standard high-end rig, apart from the Samsung PM1743 PCIe 5.0 SSD. The Gen 5 SSD is an enterprise-class drive, meaning the final consumer model will probably very different from this. The demo begins by confirming the speed of a top-end WD Black PCIe 4.0 SSD, which is, reaches close to 7 gigabytes per second. That's fast by pretty much anyone's standards at this point, but the Gen 5 Samsung SSD, which is connected to the PCIe 5.0 Interposer card, is almost double the speed of the Gen 4 drive, reaching around 13.8 gigabytes a second. In addition to those speeds, Samsung may say that the PM1743 has around 30% better power efficiency than PCIe 4.0 drives. This is an enterprise version that arrived in 2022 with cable ranges from 1.92 terabytes to a massive 15.36 terabytes in 2.5 inch and 3 inch form factors, respectively. So personally, I think this is great for them because 14 gigabytes a second. And of course, most people will never be able to reach these speeds. These speeds are done in a lap. So we'll most likely never see these speeds realistically. But the possibility of 14 gigabytes a second is huge. What do you think about this? I mean, I I don't have a bunch of knowledge on this, but 14 gigabytes per second sounds insanely fast. So is. is it really just not possible at all in the near future? It's possible in theory. 
So it's like I think it could be possible. I think it's they should have to be wild, but it's not out. realistic. And it's expensive as well. It, it, oh yes, this will it be a very be, expensive SSD. It'll probably be like government type stuff. Maybe it's gonna be government and enterprise. Government and enterprise. Yeah. There's no official way to watch Spider-Man: No Way From Home from the comforts of your home. Some people looking to watch the movie without making a trip to the theater have resorted to downloading pirated copies of the film and have accidentally installed cryptocurrency mining malware in the process. Reason Lab said discovered malware used to mine the model cryptocurrency in a file to translate from Russian to Spider-Man underscore no underscore way home dot torrent dot exe, leading it to believe that the origin of the file was most likely from a Russian torrenting website. And it, the company said it also derives from the silent M XMR miners open and it seems to be very advanced because it also does multiple actions to secure its computer it is mining off of, such as working against the antivirus so it cannot discover it as easily. Overall, it's kind of scary, but I mean, you get it's a warning to be uh, careful when you're pirating, I guess. What do you think about it? I know, and this is why you don't pirate things. <laughs> because this is an open source project, so anyone could do anything with this. So this is why... I do not pirate things anymore. The next topic would be, can officially confirm the end of development for flagship DSLRs? An interview with Japanese newspaper Yuamuri Shiban, hopefully I said that right, Canon's chairman and CEO Fujio Mitsuhari, sort of not good at this, said that, said that the company's development for prediction of the flagship DSLRs would wound down within a few years. Ken's current DSL flagship, the EOS 1DX Mark III, released in 2020, will be the, will be the last flagship DSL model. A quote from flagship model, a quote of Canon is that the flagship model was known as the ES, EOS 1 series, which first appeared in 1989. The article states that the latest model, the e, EOS 1DX Mark III released in 2020 will be the last model. Um, I think this is kind of sad. I, I mean, the end of lots of production of things is kind of sad, right? Flagships. So I think that by getting rid of the their flagship DSLRs, I they are moving towards the mirrorless um, cameras, which have for a while been rumored and pretty well known to be a future of cameras i mean what, what exactly these cameras do the, the cameras are working towards so a mirrorless camera okay it's easy to describe a dslr camera first so a dslr camera has a lens and a sensor so when you're taking a picture the lens will pop up to allow the sensor to capture the image and it will allow light has a mirror on so the light will bounce through and go into the sensor. A mirrorless camera does not have a mirror. And the reason for this mirror is so you could actually view through the lens of the camera. So a mirrorless camera will not have a physical lens. It either has no lens whatsoever or it has an electronic viewfinder. So imagine a very, very small display that you look through. That is your new lens. So these have been either you really like them or you really don't like them that much. I've never had a problem with 
mirrorless cameras in design because it just seems like the future to eliminate as much moving parts as possible. Yeah, I mean, that's what because moving parts break. Mm-hmm. So I think it's slowly going to be the future. Now that one of the biggest camera manufacturers of all time have entered their production run of DSLRs just for their flagship models, that was actually very, that was a confusion. So as another quote that they said was, we plan to make future flagship models strictly mirrorless cameras. So this is only going to affect their flagship models and not anything else. And they also are thinking of doing an RF mount for their uh, new flagship mirrorless cameras as well. So I think in the end, once all is said and they start making these flagship DSLRs, I think people will eventually become used to these and will think of it as the new norm because Sony has mainly been making flagship, um, has mainly been making mirrorless models for a while. They're A600, they're A6500, they're A6100. Those are all mirrorless cameras and they're one of the most popular Sony cameras. The A7S Mark III is also another one of their biggest, if not their biggest, Sony mirrorless camera. That's cool. So that's really all I have to say on that subject. Yeah, next we have well, a rather short one. Intel gets out of flash SSD business. In a brief news release from, the, from Intel this afternoon, or whatever afternoon this was made on, the chip firm has announced that it has closed its first stage of its deal to sell its SSD business to XK Hynix. As of today, XK Hynix has formally acquired the bulk of Intel's NAND and SSD business, as well as the company's NAND fab in Dillon, China, and Intel will continue to hold a small stake until 2025, and in the meantime, Intel's former SSD assets have been spun off into a new XK Hynix subsidiary Solid gem. I don't know how to say that. I'm sorry. Sal- is it Solidigem? I think it's Solidigem. Oh, yeah, Solidigem, yeah, it looks yeah. like. I kind of read it as solid. My bad. Um, What do you think about this? So I think this is a very good for them. Intel has seen has not seen very good popularity in their Flash SSDs. Their most popular series was the Intel P600 series. I was a fan of the Intel 700 series, but Intel they really didn't see much popularity. They were having to compete with Samsung, SK Hynix themselves, and a bunch of these other companies. So I feel like by eliminating their... By eliminating their... Um, compa- by, okay, I'm, I'm going to add this out, of course. By eliminating the people... By eliminating the products that don't make them as much money as the other ones, they can actually focus on what isn't most important. And currently to Intel, they are in a very big struggle against AMD and the in the CPU market. I never even heard that Intel had a market for this kind of stuff like SSDs. It was very unpopular. Yeah, I don't think it may have, I don't even know. I didn't even know it exists. I thought Intel was just other things, you know? Yeah. So, because most people choose Samsung as a very basic SSD. The top 10 selling SSDs. Intel is one of the few ranked. Mm. So I think this is going to be good overall. Yeah. So we go. our last topic of the day is probably the most funniest we've had. Agreeably the best one. 
Yeah, so Alexa instructed a child on how to fatally injure themselves. <laughs> so Alexa advised a 10-year-old child on a challenge that would have ended in the child electro- electrocuting themselves. So plug in a phone charge about halfway into a while outlet, then touch a penny into the, expo- into the exposed prongs, the smart speaker said. Amazon said it fixed the error as soon as the company became aware of it. The girl's mother described the incident on Twitter. We were doing some physical challenges like laying down, rolling over, and holding a shoe on your foot. From a physical education teacher on YouTube earlier, bad weather outside. She just wanted another challenge to do. So when the Echo speaker suggested partaking in the challenge that it had found on the web, many mental, many metals conduct electricity, and inserting them into a live electrical socket can cause electrical shocks, fires, and other damage. I know you can lose fingers, hands, and arms. The press newspaper in Yorkshire said in 2021. Or yeah, the outcome from this was was is that someone will get seriously hurt. Miss Lavadi tweeted that her daughter was too smart to do something like that. Amazon told the BBC in a statement that it had updated Alexa to prevent the assistant from recommending such actions in the future. Customer trust is at the center of everything we do, and Alexa is designed to provide accurate, relevant, and helpful information to customers, Amazon said in a second, in a statement. Also with this, we found out later that the Echo was not on kids mode, so that may have been a part of the problem. But the yeah. most important thing here is that Alexa should not be trusting Bing for getting their challenges from. <laughs> yeah. Bing, instead, they need to start curating lists of challenges instead of just pulling ones down from the internet. Yeah. Because anyone should know that this is a bad idea. Do, getting anything from the web and telling it to a child is a bad idea. Especially if it's dumb and challenge, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Oh, like what? what's next? Am Alexi? Can I have a challenge? Sure, just find a Tide Pod and eat it. Is that what it's going to come to eventually? Because there are some stupid challenges on the internet, and a young child will most definitely believe them at one point. So this is just this is too crazy to believe. Yeah, but we have to. Yep. Oh, man. Electricity is fun. I'm so surprised. Yeah. I'll tell you that. So that was episode 16. Um, If you want to hear more, make sure to subscribe and follow to the podcast. Um, Anything else to say? Well, we should be uploading more now. We kind of had breaks due to school and other issues. So we should be uploading more now. We have also switched to twice a week. Oh, twice a week? We're going to be recording every two weeks. Yeah, that's correct maths. The correct maths. <laughs> all right, that's all we have for everybody then. Okay, so see y'all later. Bye.